Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Book Journeys Radio, an interview series for authors in transformation. From the basic fundamentals of selecting a book topic and overcoming writer's block to advanced techniques for publishing and marketing your books. Don't forget to check out our complete schedule and archive shows at blogtalkradio.com forward slash book dash journeys. Now, get ready to make a difference with your book with your host, founder of the Author Incubator, Dr. Angela Loria. Well, hey, everybody. We are back with another episode of the Book Journeys podcast. It is an exciting day today because why? It is my birthday, so I'm going to celebrate with one of my favorite authors on this planet who I've known for uh, quite some time now, probably four years. Um, Guru Tej Khalsa has uh, several books out. We are going to talk about her newest book, the 13th month, the 13th month, how to get an extra 29 days each year. Uh, sometimes I feel like I need an extra 29 days each month, so we're going to have to talk about the, the ninja skills there for how to up the ante. Um, and if you are like me, like most authors and authors in transformation, it seems like there's never enough time. So it will be great to uh, to talk to Guru Tej. I also want to encourage you today, I have launched um, my second podcast, a how-to podcast, how to write a book that makes a difference, how you can take the steps that Guru Tej has taken and get your books out in the world, get your message making the difference and changing people's lives. You can check that out on iTunes. It is called Page Up. So please do check out and review Page Up on iTunes. And right now I want to welcome the author of The 13th Month, Guru Tej Khalsa. Guru Tej, thank you for being with us. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's really a joy awesome. to be with you, too. And just be able to catch up and see, oh, what wonderful work you're doing. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I am so glad we get to share this this time together, and we have been on our book journeys together over the last three or four years, and it's amazing to see how books unfold, how the creation of books unfolds, but also the way you're impacting people's lives. I think that's why my listeners do it, is like, it's really not about the fame or the ego trip. It's really about being able to impact people's lives and help make a difference when there's so much healing that needs to happen on this planet. So um, so I just appreciate you so much and, and your journey, and, and I'm glad I've had some small part in it. Yes, thank you, darling. And I couldn't agree with you more. It's like, you know, when people say, you know, find a niche that's, you know, people want something in and then, you know, write to that. I, I thought, oh, my God, I, I've never done that. But I will tell you, the interesting way that the 13th month came about is um, Steve Harrison, who we both did that course with, Mm -hmm. you know, when he does that one-on-one interview with you, he looked at my, everything that I'd done in my life, which is, you know, you know some of it, but pretty amazing what I've done. I mean, I've taught all over the world. I've, you know, (laughs) the thing that he was the most impressed about is, is that I slept for three to four hours a night for 35 years. And he said, I want that time that you can get from doing mm. that. And I just looked at him and I said, seriously? I said, even, and you know, he's very Christian. And I said, even if it means that you have to meditate and, 
know, do things that, you know, learn to stretch time and space. And he said, I don't care what it takes. So love it. that was the inspiration. So, yeah, so tell us, I love that inspiration. Tell us what the 13th month is about and who it's for. Okay, it's for two very specific groups. It's for leaders who have more to do than times to do it in and, you know, to give them a 13th month in 20 minutes a day or less. And it's also for mothers who have exactly the same problem, right? Mm, (laughs) And if you're a leader and a mother, then, you know, it's doubly for you. So right, that's about, why I want the 29 days. Each, I want an extra 29 days each month because I'm a leader and a mother. I need to double. Yes, <laughs> precisely. So the consciousness of it is is that I took. I think the biggest thing that people who are busy say is, "Oh, just a second, Bern. Um, You don't. I don't have the time. I don't have the time. Mm-hmm. So looking at your life from a place of if it doesn't take a lot more time, would you, would you be willing to do it? So like eating, you're going to eat. What you're going to eat and how you're going to eat it are the important things, right? So mm. it's just upgrading and up-leveling your food choices. And, you know, you don't do that when you're starving and, you know, running into a fast food place or a convenience store. It's really thinking about our lives in the same strategic kind of ways that we think about our business and thinking about the parts of our life. So the four, the six parts that I look at, and you do not do all of them at once, you pick the one that you think will have the domino effect in your life. So it's how you go to sleep which people are like, oh, yeah, I just drop, you know, fall asleep in front of the TV or I just, you know, die. So it's really giving people really simple, profound tools to be able to let go of the day and go into a much deeper sleep because the truth of it is we don't need more sleep. We need a better quality of sleep. Because I can tell you people all over the world do not need eight and ten hours of sleep. You know, you go to Japan or India or, you know, they don't need it. It's the quality of sleep that we need. So it's really how to get quality sleep, how you go into it. You've had a really challenging day. Take a shower and wash your hair, you know. Then I have all sorts of exercises for how to, you know, clear your magnetic field. We pick up so much stuff all day long, and we talk about the magnetic field of our computers and our phones, and we don't know how to deal with our own magnetic field. So clearing everybody and everything out of your magnetic field before you go to bed, that's another thing. And if you want me to give them, you know, like give exercises while we're talking, I'm happy to share, you know, some so let's of those talk things. About, you said there were four areas. So what are the four six. primary areas? Yes, oh, there's six, six okay. primary areas. How you go to sleep. How you wake up is how you go to sleep. You don't wake up, you know. So how you go to sleep, how you wake up, how you eat, how you exercise, how you breathe, and how you meditate. And Breathing doesn't take any more time at all, but most of us are, if, if it wasn't an autonomic response, we'd be dead many <laughs> times over. <laughs> yeah. Learning how to work with each one of these things and not make it a big deal, but make, it, make a shift in your life so that it's feeding. Every one of these areas are feeding you instead of 
taking energy away from you, right? When we don't breathe, we lose energy. Eat, you know, junky food. It may be really yummy for five minutes, but then there's hell to pay, you know, for hours afterwards. So it's really just understanding that having the more energy that we want and being able to, you know, is really has to do, we, you know, we have the slow food movement, but we, mm. don't have the, we don't have the slow talking movement. We don't have the slow breathing movement. We don't have the slow, you know, so it's really how to slow our internal rhythms down will allow you to have a much better vision and not to have to backtrack so much over things. I mean, mm. think of all the time you speed through things, and you have to backtrack and go back and clean things up, whether it's a conversation or, you know, just something that wasn't well done, a proposal. Or, and when you're writing, you've got to be able to take breaks during the day to get some exercise, to change, you know, your brain, to literally wash out your brain. You know, we, we think mm. brainwashing is a bad thing. I think a brainwashing is a really good thing. If you can get your cerebral spinal fluid up into your brain and get it washed out, it's the best because then you can yeah. go back to your writing really clear, right? So one of the things I do is I work with people at a three-day event that we call Three Days to Done where in three days people write their entire book. And one of the biggest challenges I have with that event is there are built-in breaks where there is forced fresh air, and I sometimes literally have to grab my authors by the hand and take them outside because they will not get up and they feel like they're more productive not taking a break. But what I know is the only way to get a book done in three days is actually to have lots of breaks, lots of self-care, lots of downtime away from the book because then when you do start writing, it's so much faster and the quality is so much better. So absolutely, I have military-style breaks at my program, but I think that fear that I deal with with my authors has to uh, come up for your readers, too, which is that feeling that, like, if I take a break, I won't finish. Or if I, you know, step away, it's going to, you know, I don't know, go out of my brain or something. I won't be able to get back there. So what do you tell people about those fears that come up? Well, I tell them that right now there is so much research that quantifies that after 60 minutes, we lose like 30 to 40% of our productivity. And I've got some of those stats in the book. Okay, 30 to 40% is a lot, you know, that you Mm. lose. You start losing productivity. And, you know, if you don't believe this, then look at the scientific statistics on the fact that if you don't. The other thing is, is that once people have an experience of, doing like one of the exercises with me, they feel so much better. They can feel that their brain is literally clearer. And so if from, you know, 90 seconds to three minutes, taking that time, they can feel like, oh, my God, I just feel like a different person, literally in that period of time. So it's just getting people to do that. And I know what you're saying. And and if I were you, I would, you know, get up on the stage with them and just run one of my videos and say, okay, you're going to do this right now. Stand up, do this, and then have them sit down and see how they feel. I love that. 
because it's, yeah, I it's love it. Really I actually is. schedule. I I really want them to take at least a five minute break, but I schedule thirty minutes. That's for me to negotiate with them about taking a break. It's <laughs> like the negotiation time and then the actual break where they stop thing and then they go on the break and they want to talk to me about their book. I'm like, not really. Their book will still be there if we take three minutes and breathe. Still going to yeah. be there, I promise. But yeah. there's this. Yeah. I think there's so many you know, fears and myths that will, you know, lose our train of thought or lose our productivity or we're on a roll or, you know, there's all these stories that we tell ourselves. And I do think we just, when you experience it, what it feels like to be replenished, then, you know, that's when the magic really happens and then you can turbocharge it. The experience is such an important thing. And that's why, you know, I think that just, you know, just get up on the stage and do something with them going, okay, all right, stand up. Now we're going to do this. This is like, you know, first call it calisthenics, yoga, whatever you want to call it. It doesn't really matter. But just getting them to understand that there's one really powerful one where you just tuck your thumb in inside of your fingers, like touch it to you, the, the mound of your baby finger and then wrap your other fingers around it. And just take your hands up over the top of your head and just breathe through the mouth and just... Like, like a lasso almost, and just go back, 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 and just... And both hands go back, and you just get to clear off the top of your head, and I'm promising you do that for 90 seconds, you feel like, woohoo, and you realize, people go, oh, I get so lightheaded. It's like, yes, because you haven't been breathing. <laughs> no, oxygen, now you have oxygen, now you can actually work. Oh, right, and so you just so, get people standing, standing up and doing that, yeah. So Guru Tej is the energy guru, and you can actually go to G-U-R-U-T-E-J.com, gurutej.com. And I know you mentioned you had some videos. Can we find them on your website, or how can we find them? No, but you can. They, if they sign in, they will uh, be able to get a really good free ebook that's called The Six Pillars of Life. And uh, there's a lot of my videos on my YouTube channel. So join my YouTube channel and you'll see new things when they come up. So there's lots of those. And And then also they can... Go ahead. They can get my flip charts, which are so expensive. It's unbelievable. They're $20 for both of them. And there's 18 (laughs) exercises for release in one of them. And there's 18 exercises for rejuvenation. And another, and these are great to like sit on your desk or put in your purse, and you know just take out and go. Okay, and if you schedule like three breaks at least a day, and do something for three minutes even, and I have things that you can do standing up by your desk, whatever. I'll tell you, you'll find out that you can write your book in record time because you have to take breaks. It's really mm-hmm. important, or you will break. <laughs> That's the alternative. A woman on a mission, yes. Okay, well, let's talk about your breaks. Let's talk about how did you write this book. And I know this isn't your first book, so I want to talk also about how writing this book was maybe different than some of the other books you've written. What was your process like? Um, you know, my process is is that I just commit to writing and I, I won't even tell you every day. I just, you know, I really, as long as I'm focused on a book, I just kind of 
when I'm out rollerblading or I'm out doing something else, I let parts come to me, right? I, I allow the pieces that are really the most important pieces to come through because the thing that you realize with a book is what you think is important, and I'm sure you tell your people this, is not necessarily what other people will think is important. Yeah, absolutely. So finding out what the people who need what it is that you're, you know, really wanting to share and have an expertise in, what do they really need and what do they say? You know, what what words do they use and how do they say these things? And so the consciousness with the 13th month is people asking for two things, more time and more energy, right? Because without energy, all the time in the world doesn't do you any good. <laughs> Let's be real right. <laughs> So you need a combo pack. Um, and the more time is just a way to get people in the door. You know, what's delivered is how to be able to get the energy to best utilize the time. And the things that, you know, looking at what are the robbers. Everybody has energy robbers in their life. And how can you eliminate as many as possible? But how can you really go for embracing things that give you energy as opposed to the things that take the energy from you? So you have a conversation with someone and you get, we're we're talking about Steve Harrison here, so you have a conversation with Steve and you get really clear that this book is needed, this is something that comes from your experience but that can, uh, that is wanted by the market and that can really change and improve people's lives. Um, How long did it take you from getting that idea to actually finishing the book and what were some of the, the milestones on that journey? Well, that book was a little bit interesting in that my daughter was very sick during that period of time, too. So I honestly have no, I, I mean, I really couldn't tell you how long it took me to do it because it wasn't the most important thing happening in my life at that time. Um, I did well, I learn think a long it's actually true for a lot of people. They get an idea for a book. And then mm-hmm. life happens. Obviously, what happened to you was, you know, tragic and intense, and there's there's a spectrum. So it might just be getting a cold that sets you back, or it might be some a major life event, like what happened in your life. But how do you know when the time is right? How did you know when it was right to go back to this? Well, I think the important thing is that it was so close to being published, and I actually even – um, published that book, and then I read it. I published it only a few months after my daughter left her body, and I, I like about six months afterwards, I read it, and I was like, oh, my God, it was not edited properly. <laughs> so I took <laughs> off everything and sucked it back in and, uh, you know, had somebody re-edit it and reformat it, and I reworked certain areas of it and re-released it. So, you know, I just want to say it's a fearless process, and it's, you know, mm. you just, it's not necessarily, you may go back and go, oh, my God, you know, I can't believe I did this. So pull it back, redo it, and put it out there. You know, if as long as you're, you know, publishing it through Create Space or something like that, it makes it, you know, really possible. Now, my first book, A Slice of the Beloved, has beautiful pictures in it. I mean, it's a gorgeous book. It's got gorgeous pictures. It's but I have to tell you, you know, the pictures bleed off the page. It's an art book as well as being you know, a very good informational book. 
but I did learn that unless you want to have them printed and a lot of them at a, a time, that's not the mess. You know, that's not the best. I was going to uh, say that sounds expensive. It's expensive. <laughs> it was expensive, but it's a you know it's a gorgeous book, but it's expensive. So um, yes, you know you just it's what you what you love, and I think the biggest thing is is like if you put a time frame on it, great. And if you don't meet that time frame, can that be great too? You know, can you realize that that if you really have, I, I, I'm really into desire right now. I think that desire is the most important thing. If you really desire something with, you know, your entire being, it's going to happen. It may not happen in your time frame, but it will mm. happen. If you desire to get this out, that you feel like you have a gift to give the world and, you know, you know that it's priceless, then just stick with that and allow it to come through you. I think that we get so impatient with ourselves about like, okay, I said I was going to do this by this date and I didn't do it. And, you know, or, or the other thing is, is that I know that people say, I said I was going to do it by this date and it didn't happen, so therefore I'm not going to do it at all. Mm. You know? <laughs> and right. both of those I are like... I think writing is so, um, it's so filled with shame. Like we can come up with stories to shame ourselves very easily. And, you know, I should be here, or I should have written three books by now, or I should have finished this book, or I should have done it by this date. Like, there's so much shame that comes up around writing. Right. And, I'm yeah, not disciplined enough. The... I knew I shouldn't have started mm. this because, you know, I'll, I'll never finish it. And... <laughs> right. How do, you, how do you deal with those things, or how do you keep those gremlins at bay? You know, I just realized that I was given the assignment to do this by something that is (laughs) bigger than me, right? And Mm -hmm. so I was entrusted. It's not like any of these concepts that any of us are writing books about are new, okay? Mm -hmm. They're not new. They've been around for ages. But we're just re-unearthing these concepts that are your gifts. And so, you know, as long as you really know that, you know, then you know that 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 which gave you the assignment doesn't have a time frame on it. <laughs> hmm. It doesn't have a good or bad. It's just you got the assignment, and if you don't do it, somebody else will. Okay? Right. So you have the I, – I look at it as you get to. You get to do this. And, you know, when challenges come up, are you going to let them crush you? Are you? Is your desire big enough that you're going to go, okay, this is just a challenge, you know? Yeah. Right. And every, so, every writer is do going you to have ever, Do you ever experience writer's block or periods where you feel like you don't have you don't have anything to say or you don't know what to write, and what do you do if that happens to you? I have to say, no, I haven't ever experienced that because it's really, it isn't me. You know what I mean? It's not It's not about what do I have to say. It's about what's coming through. And I think that, to me, writer's block means that we're not paying attention to the magic of the moment. Mm. It's like we're not, you know, we're so focused on something that we should be doing 
that we're missing what's available to us, you know, in that moment. Like, what's available right now? What's, you know, what if we had conversations with people and saying, what was the most magical experience you had writing your book? And, you know, we focused on those things, not to the exclusion of talking about the challenges, because there's, there's just being disciplined enough to sit down by yourself, you know, for however many hours it takes you to write a book. That in itself is huge, Right. Right. I think that we don't acknowledge the miracle. I sat down for two hours today and wrote, woohoo, I got two pages done. Right. That was crappy. Really? <sighs> you got two pages done. It's all how we look at it. And I think that I just, I didn't get stuck because I just, you know, allowed what was supposed to come through to come through. And it's, you know, when you think about that, this lifetime is so short, really. It's just so short. And that you are being asked, whoever you are as an author, you're being asked to bring forth something. And if you say yes, then, you know, become like a child and go, woohoo! <laughs> mm-hmm. I get to do this. This is, like, really cool, right? So what, for you, you've been an author for how long now, 10 years or so? Oh, I think longer than that. I think my first book longer came out. Longer than that. Yeah, yeah, we're probably more like, goodness. Yeah, 15 maybe? I don't know. I'm sorry, I don't even know. Right, we'll book. say in the we'll say in the last 10 to 15 years of being an author, what yeah. is the what is the best thing for you that has come out of being an author? Knowing that I have left some really good tools for people. You know, the, mm. my books happen to be, you know, tool books. I mean, recipe books. It's like, you know, a toolkit. Um, uh, so um, that's what's important. You know, that's what's important. And that's it's important while I'm alive and it's important while I'm not alive that they actually get to, you know, if people actually read these, The first one is A Slice of the Beloved. It's about, you know, how to have an intimate relationship with yourself and then build, you know, connect with the other, have an intimate relationship with the other, and then how to serve from that place. So it's Mm -hmm. tools for that. The second book is about um, these 11 centers in a woman's body called the moon centers that change every two and a half days. And if men only knew this, they would not find women quite so confusing as they do you know, now, and women would, would not be so, you know, guilt-ridden about how emotional they get, and they would have tools to be able to get to the empowered state. But they would go, oh, my God, yeah, I have that I have that happen to me every month. Oh, yeah, I get this every month, you know. Mm. So it, it's really like not only giving them a, you know, what it is, but giving them tools of how to get, you know, into the most empowered aspect of it. Love yeah. it. So that's really and then and then obviously I have, with I your have one that go ahead. No, you go ahead. I have I have one that um is uh called I Am Empowered that is not even it's not even published, it's only part of a program. But it's really brilliant in that it's for ten minutes a day that you do something that really empowers you and there's videos and there's audios and there's a you know, a 
uh, you can read for 10 minutes, there's questions. So there's just different aspects of how you can really get empowered in, again, 10 minutes a day. Because the biggest thing right now is people don't want one more thing they have to do. But what about if you right. get, what if you get to do one more thing? Or what if you actually find something that makes you feel so much better, you know, all the time in your life? Is that worth it, you know, to give 20 minutes a day to that you feel yeah. strikingly better and more, you know, you have a better capacity to, um, you know, write your book, right? Look at, you know, the best way to get it published. You know, who do you want to be with? You, all of those kinds of things. So it's it's not, right, it's just writing the book is one small part of it, isn't it? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, Guvertej Kulsa is the author of many books, including her newest book, The 13th Month, How to Get an Extra 29 Days in Each Year. You can definitely use those 29 days to write a book. And the best news, I think, from this episode for me has been that you can do that with more energy, feeling more rejuvenated rather than just wearing yourself out and and burning the candle at both ends. So that book is available on Amazon. You can also go to gurutej.com. That's gurutej, gurutej.com. Guritesh, thank you so much for being with us on Book Journey. Oh, my blessing, darling. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And we will be back next week. Uh, In the meantime, go check out Page Up, our new how-to podcast. And we'll meet you back here, changing the world, one book at a time. This has been another episode of Book Journeys Radio, where we're changing the world one book at a time. To find out more about how you can get your book written, published, and promoted, visit www.theauthorincubator.com.